This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to theonesummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind, featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to be with you. Good to be live on the air, as always. And LT, I've got a confession to make. All right. Uh Uh-oh. Here it comes. You you sure you want to tell everybody, right? Yep. More than happy. More than happy, because it's about time. Um... I have been lying to myself. I have been uh, creating alibis uh, for about the last 12 weeks um, uh, in relation to one area of my life and I thought we could explore this on the podcast today because I'm sure I'm not the only person that's been telling such lies to themselves over this period of time and I thought what better topic to talk today, uh, cover today than Lying, lying full stop, lying to ourselves, lying to others, the impact of lying, lying as a form of mediocrity um, and a form of not uh, being the best version of ourselves. But I'm sure you're not really listening to this. I'm sure you want to know what the lie is, don't you? I do, I do. I'm actually uh, on the edge of my seat just waiting. (laughs) I I hope you're not going to wait like 29 minutes before you tell us. All right, so about um, some period of time ago, early uh, early. January, the beginning of the year, um, I was writing my um, Christmas present from my wife, a brand new skateboard, um, and I fell off, broke my arm. Ooh. And um, and for the last however long it is, uh, three or four months, I have used that event as an excuse not to exercise. Um, not just not full on stop exercise. I have exercised. Um, but most of it has been incidental, and when I've done a full session, it's been followed by numerous days of non-sessions. Um, and so our last episode was on the slight edge, and if there's one slight edge that's definitely missing in my life at the moment, it is the slight edge of uh, regular daily exercise. And the reason why I thought this is a good topic is, one, I know I'm not alone, but two, I'm out now at that point where I'm recognizing the consequences of not exercising daily. Um, And it might just be because I'm highly aware of the fact that I haven't been doing it, but I'm now noticing that any any little niggle I have in my body, I attribute to not exercising daily. Um, It could be for other reasons, but any little niggle I'm attributing to not exercising. And I'm at that point now where, you know, I'm really just barking at myself that the only person responsible for this is me and that there's always stuff going on, whether it's a broken arm or whether it's a change in work or a relocation or the weather or special events or whatever it is. There's always factors. People might call them excuses. Um, but there's really no excuses. There's that great line, uh, you can have excuses or results, but you can't have both. And I think I've had excuses for the last uh, three or four months, and now it's time to get rid of that. Um, just before we were recording today, I think I've already decided, not. I think I know I have, because I was doing a full session before we started recording um, this, uh, this episode. But I thought we would throw it open, LT, 
experiences in lying uh, and its ability to hold us back. And you're gonna have to make me do some confession on this one, don't you? That's uh, that's just I'm not cool. I'm gonna not do cool. it. You're gonna do it. We're a team, pal. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, I, I'm I'm with you there in regards to exercise, and I'll use that as as my example right off the bat. Um, coming out of the gates here, yes, I have, I've used that excuse myself. Um, regards to not exercising, I you know the excuse for me it's that uh, I've been traveling. You know, it's just it's just hard when you're traveling. I have every intention. I bring my workout gear <laughs> with me <laughs> in in the uh, in the in the luggage, um, but it never gets used while I'm away. And uh, it's it's you know because I don't have the time or I'm just too tired. I'm jet lagged. Um, you know, whatever. I I definitely use that excuse many times over this past six months. Um, uh, you know, so can we say and we can say this to ourselves because we are being. We are obviously the co-hosts of this show, but I can say this to you as you could say it to me, that that all of those lies that we tell ourselves are the mediocre uh, parts of ourselves that really are yearning to be world-class. Um, oh, it's, it's our human blueprint, right? And uh, what Jeff Spencer calls the, the human blueprint that just rides in us all the time. And uh, that human blueprint is the human instinct of, of not doing more than you need to. Um, the human in- blueprint of not wanting to try harder or to just play by fear and uh, and excuses. And really, when you lie to yourself, it's just a self-justification, right? We do it all the time. Like, I mean, everything. We justify everything in our life to suit our advantage. We're never going to make ourselves wrong, right? No one makes ourselves wrong, typically. Typically, people blame everybody well, else wide. but you. Yeah, we're wired to always find a way to make ourselves right, aren't we? Exactly. You know, this goes to the fact, I mean, I teach in a lot of them to my clients and we talk about, you know, say the, the, the people buy on emotions and not logic. And it's so true. We don't need a smartphone. You know what I mean? Come on. Like, let's, do we, we don't need an Apple product. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, you don't need an iPhone. You don't need a MacBook Pro. You don't, we, we justify that to ourselves. And I, I freely admit that I'm sucked in to owning a Mac and uh, I'm wanting a Mac. But I justify myself that I need it because I want to have beautiful slides uh, when I present and people yeah. comment on it. But at the end of the day, you don't, do you really, really need it? Of course not. But you justify it. And those, that's just the small examples of how we run our lives by justification. And we will justify that, you know, when we have a conversation with someone, and they say something you know terrible or say something bad and you have an argument about it you will justify in your head that they were wrong and you were right we do it all the time and i i dealt with these um in these circumstances with coaching clients and um happened to be sometimes uh, coaching um two people that work together and when i hear both sides of the story which is really interesting right because when i just listen to one side i don't hear the other side i was like oh, i'm to- i totally agree with you i think you're right but if i hear the other side and yeah. not the other person's. And I go, well, I kind of agree with you too. But it's amazing what it comes down to is just that both of you have different perceptions of what went down in the situation. And yeah. and that's what we do to ourselves is because we as humans, right or wrongly, we will justify to ourselves what is right and typically is ourselves. And like, I'm not saying that it's wrong to do that. I'm just saying that we need to be aware that's happening. Yeah, so then there's the, so then there's the, there's the side of a lie that is it, is uh is our perception is our perception of an event so for using that example the same thing might occur but two different people have two different perceptions on what occurred and one perception makes the other one wrong um which then i suppose makes when when line comes down to right and wrong it can make it tricky to actually 
resolve. And that's probably more the question that we have to ask ourselves, isn't it? Well, like if- I think the lying part, what we're getting, what you're getting at is that lying, when you lie to yourself, right, that's when mediocrity shows up. And that's when uh, we become we don't become the best version of ourselves and that's when the human blueprint resides and it's being able to recognize that that's what you're doing and um you know i do this i, I use this quote a lot uh from dan sullivan and dan sullivan, dan sullivan says um all progress begins by telling the truth yeah and like listen to that carefully right all progress begins by telling the truth which means that you can't move forward unless you tell the truth to yourself about your situation where you're at and what's actually happening you know, I deal with, you know, most of you know now, like I, I coach, uh, I coach my coaching clients, I coach a lot of chiropractors. And so one of the things I, I, when I, when I deal with a chiropractor at the beginning and in, in terms of the business, um, is that you need to tell the truth about where you're at in terms of your business. Is it failing? Is it going downhill? Are you losing, um, your ability to market, penetrate the market through your communication? Are you not as good as you think you are? That's the truth. Like I'm asking hard questions, but the the thing is that if you don't admit to yourself that that's what's happening, then we can't move forward. There's no way we can find the fixes or the problems or the solutions to those problems unless you're willing to admit that you have holes and in your practice and the way you mar- uh, sorry in your business and you are spending more money than you need to uh, or you're not um, you're not communicating the message properly even though think you think you think that you are if you don't do any of that stuff so I'm using it as a business context if you don't recognize that your business is failing you're not first of all you're not going to ask for help right you're not you're looking for a magic bullet or magic pill which is not going to happen and so when you do that, there's no way you're going to be able to find the solutions to it. And so that's why I always suggest be truthful to yourself about what's working, what's not, and then we can move on from there. So then I would, I would ask, um, LT, because I'm sure people listening at the moment are thinking the same thing. When, just to use these examples, when you're dealing with someone um, who's, who's being upfront and honest about where they're at, how do you find that they then extricate themselves out of it by being more truthful? How do you find that behavior generally unfolds? I, I think it unfolds in terms of like what the consequences if they don't? Well, no, in terms, of, in terms of the response that they give you because I'm sure you get a variety of responses and I want to ask you about those that, that aren't prepared to be truthful to themselves. But when you, when you professionally speak with people and they – they admit to you where they are right now and mm-hmm. it's hard for them to admit it but they actually go down the process of going, all right, let's just say they say I'm struggling. Um, yes, I'm having trouble you know, professionally whether it's with my skills or with my market penetration or whatever it is. How do you find their behavior turns to actually get themselves out of the hole? Oh, it, it, it massively changes because they admit themselves that they need help. And that's why most people come to see me is when they actually do need help, right? Yeah. When no one, when you don't admit to yourself that you need help and you're just sort of hoping that everything's going to go okay or that, you know, oh, that's just not for me. That's just all self-justification, right? I'm not saying you need to come to see me. Like you can see whoever, like yeah. I, I just hire someone or t- but- you know, talk to someone. And when you don't, when, when you do admit to it, all of a sudden it changes because now that's you're like, thing, isn't it? That's you open thing. up. The truth is relieving at the very beginning. Um, Some might say the truth hurts, and yes, it might hurt, but at the same, what I want, and that's what I was hoping that you would say, is that when people actually have the guts to tell the truth, 
there is a great sense of relief that they've done it because mm. now they can actually have the freedom and the flexibility to move forward. You know, and this goes in, in, in terms of a health context too as well. You know, we can always say like, oh, I'm healthy. Well, what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm fit. Okay, what does that mean? You know, like if you don't admit to yourself that you're, you know, fat or you're, you're admit to yourself that you're not in the best shape as as you could be or they're not eating as well as you should be, then it's really hard for you to move forward and to be able to kind of make the changes that's necessary to actually want to get you there. Because it's like last in the last episode, we talked about the slight edge. There's also the, you know, the, um, the slight little, the slight, uh, I don't know what you call it, but the, the, the things that you do, lit, um, I don't even, I, I can't even put it in context, but things that, uh, you do, you know, that you cheat on, right? The slight cheat, I guess you can probably yeah, call yeah. it. You know, yeah. if you do a little bit of cheat here and there, that's fine. But if you continue to do it and make justifications for it, eventually you're going to end up, you know, overweight and, yeah. Yeah, and don't even, re- and you go, oh, like what happened then? And it's like, well, like, it's not the one Big Mac that made you fat. It's like, the tens, you know, the ten Big Macs that you've had in the last ten days that might have got you there, you know. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like, like portion size from a food thing is that is one of those slight cheats. Like, if you go back for seconds every night, that's that's going to have consequences. If you do it one night at a wedding or when you're out and about, whatever, it's the same thing with work. If you go to work and you spend the first half an hour of your day reading the paper, you can probably get away with it for one day. But if you make that a regular habit every day, then and and when push comes to shove and there's redundancies being handed out, whatever, and you get uh, laid off, it might be because that regular daily habit that's been observed has been recognised as being you know worthy of mediocrity. So I think that's I mean that's powerful to recognise. But um, I'll tell you what. I'm, the other question I wanted to ask you was, what about the people that are resistant? How do you go with that? And and what do you observe um, in people that are really resistant to play full out and actually acknowledge uh, and be truthful with themselves? Um, I think if they, you know, for, for, to be honest with you, if you're resistant to to um, to admitting that you need help, then it's to me, it's like unfortunately I'm going to say this. It's next. Yeah, like it's yeah, next I'm person over. for me. Yeah, it's next person for me because it's if you don't if you don't recognize that you need help, then you don't need my help. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the truth. And so, you know, I'm not trying to be harsh or anything, but like, I'm not going to spend my time and energy on someone who doesn't really want my help. Do you mean they, you're going to have to want help? Like, this is not just my help. Like, this goes with anybody. No, this is, I'm thinking of a relationship like this. What you say right now, if you're in a relationship right now where you feel like there's lies, that's what you're saying is, LT, is you, you don't settle for that type of mediocrity. I mean, that sounds brutal, but that's what you're saying is, you're not the person to be with when you're not playing full out, playing truthfully. Yeah, well, come on, let's 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 take it into a context of friends or spouse or partner, right? I mean, would you stand there and and be able to handle someone's um, mediocrity in terms of themselves or who they could be, and then continually just sort of dwell in their problems? Like, you know, anybody listening to this podcast, they're not going to stand up for that. My guts are chipping at the thought of it. Yeah, like you wouldn't like you're gonna sure. Do we have our bad days? Of course we do. What I'm saying is that you don't want to you don't want to be you're not gonna be want to be with someone who's constantly whining and complaining and but not take any action whatsoever to change something. And when you bring it to it, it goes well. You could do this and do that. Then then they don't go. Oh, I can't do that. Or I don't do that. I don't have a problem with that. It's like well, you know, you got to make a decision. 
And the decision is, is that you got to be truthful to yourself, right? That this relationship probably isn't working. That that's the truth, and and it's really hard to do that. And I remember, you know, I'm going back, like, you know, I I've, I've been with my wife like just for um just for um for clarity's sake is that i've been i met my wife when i was 21 okay so we've been together for like 18 years now right so um as of actually tomorrow yeah as of tomorrow uh we've been together for 18 years so i've known her for that long so i mean but previously i had a relationship you know for for quite some time um for like a two two year relationship and you know this is i was like 17 you know, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I just want to be clear to say that right off the bat. Uh, I feel bad. It's nothing against you. It's just the lesson that can be learned from here. Okay. So <laughs> if you are listening, I do apologize really if this offends you. You're really worried about um, Yeah. You never know who's listening, right? So anyway, so um, I think though, the lesson that I learned from that, that relationship that I had was that I didn't, I, I wasn't honest with myself and I wasn't honest with myself in the sense that she was not right for me. And in a, in a sense, that we just weren't a match, you know, at the time I thought it was, it was like, you know, you know, it was my first girlfriend and it was, you know, because everything's, you know, you know how it is when you're a teenager. It's like, everything is perfect. Right. What is your parents? My parents like, no, that's not the right person for you. And it's like, you know, like, what do you know? Parents, <laughs> mom and dad, <laughs> you know, I'm in love. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, um, and you know, your parents have the best uh, interest at your heart, obviously. And, um, but at the time it was like, man, like I, I, I only saw the good. I never saw the, the, you know, the, the bad that happened. And so now when I look back, it's like, you know what? There's no way. Like I can't, I can only imagine if I actually went down that road. Right. And, and, uh, it would, it just would have ended badly. I'm sure. And I'm sure she would agree with me too. So, um, for, you know, for, for, I guess getting back to the topic, it's about when you're truthful at the beginning and you have certain expectations of, what a relationship is not expectations of them, right? It's not that about that. It's about expectation of the relationship, which is obviously with you too. Like obviously, which means that you have to give into that relationship as much as you expect from it too, as well. You can't ever expect the, the other person to be, you know, everything and you're not willing to put in the effort, you know, and that's the, the, the that's what marriage is about. Marriage is about having a friendship, um, being lovers, but also being, um, being able to be, be truthful to each other about everything and be able to honest and the, the other person is not going to overreact to your honesty. And I think, think when, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. no, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think LT that, um, that a lot of that honesty takes, my view is that it takes, you have to be very resolute in order to be honest and to be aware of being honest these days, because rightly or wrongly, mediocrity and small lies and big lies are sadly quite well tolerated in society today. So you have to be very sure um, that you are, you have to almost be very uh, clear with yourself that you are being honest because, again, rightly or wrongly, people drop lies at the drop of a hat. They, they tell lies at the drop of a hat these days. Um, and so we need to make sure that we're constantly like that it becomes ingrained in you that you that you love telling the truth that you never feel that you're having to hide things because a lot of the time people feel like they shouldn't be expressing how they truly feel because even not expressing how you truly feel is a lie well it's true it's true like especially when it comes down to um you know friends or colleagues or business partners if you don't tell the truth and there's just an assumption like so on my um in my in my my coaching uh, clients the one of the rules like there's three major rules right and one of the rules is being that 
you have to ask for help when you need it. That's yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's a simple rule, but it's a rule that, that needs to be adhered by because if you don't ask, then I'm going to assume everything's okay. Yeah, and you can't be expected to be the mind reader. I no, think that's I can't. a big thing. Like a lot of people kind of hope these days that that we will um, recognize when they're not going great. And sometimes we will, but sometimes we won't. Maybe because we're just not proximal. Maybe we're just not there. But if you've got friends that ask for help, I think that's a fabulous thing because if they're feeling comfortable to do it, you might not see them. But if you get calls uh, with help or if you've got um, spouses that feel comfortable saying that they need help, um, or in a workplace where there's an environment where it's it's okay to ask for help, like it's actually great to ask for help. Because like you say, LT, that doesn't happen that often these days. No, it's not. And, and, and asking for help is a good thing. And I totally agree with you, Marcus. Like, because when you, when, when you actually ask for help from friends, like, I mean, uh, the thing is that I don't want to be a mind reader to my friends either. If, you have, uh, if you're having trouble with something, like, just ask, you know, yeah. and I'll do everything possible to, to make that happen. But if you don't ask and there's no expectation, I'm just going to assume that everything's okay. Yeah. You know, sure, I might not like it, you know, the decision that you make or whatever, but that's not the point. The point is that if I don't know, then it's just going to sit with you for a long period of time. And yeah. so I think it's about in any relationship and talking about friends and, and um, we talk about business relationships and stuff. It's about not um, not diddle dally around the problem. Like, just be honest with it. Like, my wife would tell me if she's not happy with me. Like in the sense of like you didn't do this, you didn't take out the garbage, or you came home late, last, you know, last night from imagine, the flight. I or, can't imagine you not taking out the garbage. No, I, I, I actually do. So it's, it's, I'm just using that as a. I don't think a, that conversation's <laughs> ever been had in the town house. Well, I'm sure it's been one conversation in the last 18 years. I mean, come on, let's listen to the fact. I was in university when I met her, right? So. <laughs> okay, fair call, fair call. Um, and and so there's definitely there's so many things that goes on in people's lives that. Uh, especially with friends and I think it's it's about and this goes back to the point of of, um, of having friends that you really don't you probably shouldn't be friends with right yeah. we talk about mediocrity about how other people and that's the truth I think it, this is one thing you want to tell the truth is also knowing that a friendship is really not worth the friendship any longer and letting go of that is pretty tough right yeah. But at the same time, it also needs to know that certain people are energy vampires and certain people will actually drain you down and doesn't really inspire you and move you forward. Then you need to kind of let them go. And it's no offense to that person. And it's, no, you know, it's just that that person, you just need to move forward. And it's okay to do that because this is your life. You either dictate it, change it, guide it, or you let someone, you basically live someone else's life. Yeah. And that's just not, you know, that's being brutally honest. But at the end of the day, I think it's important that you do whatever it takes to to improve your life on your in, in, as your responsibility rather than falling on someone else's responsibility. Um, so, LT, can I just summarize a few points here? Um, have we got time? Yeah, we do. Cool. Yeah. So, think of the rationalizations, which are really lies that you have around certain areas of your life. So, whether it's food. So, there might be a food that you really love that you have a rationalization. It might be, oh, well, I only have it once a week or only have it once a day or only have it however often you do or or just a little bit more. Like just a little bit more is, and again, it, that's really a statement but it's also a statement of mediocrity, uh, particularly around diet or it's not that bad. Um, some other ones, particularly with exercise, might be particularly how I've been uh, as well is it, well, I feel okay. 
The other side of me is like, no, nah, but I really have missed getting a sweat up or lifting some weights or doing a real workout. So just know that every rationalization you have, you will also know the flip side pretty well and that will be the the champion inside you really saying, well, hold on a minute, this is what you really want. Um, the other rationalizations often come up with relationships are that if it's just a little lie, that it's okay and I'm really big on this and, and Gary King is talks a lot about this a lot and he says um, there is no such thing as an inconsequential lie. Now, I've had great discussions with this with my beautiful mother, darling. She's My mum's quite fond of the white lie. Um, I'm not a great fan of the white lie. I'm not a fan. Of, I'm a, of a white lie. If, uh, if LT, if I've organised a surprise birthday party for Lawrence, uh, I'm going to lie my guts off to him because I don't want him to know about it. Um, what Gary King says is that every lie has a consequence. It can have a good consequence, like there's a surprise party at the end, or it can have a bad consequence. So someone like... Gary King, he doesn't say don't lie. He just says recognize that every lie has a consequence. Mm, um, like that. But I would be more inclined to only uh, lie for the good reasons and not for the bad reasons. There's no good reasons for lying when it's hurting someone's feelings, um, no matter how small it is. So, for example, the and I can say this because I'm a, I'm a bloke, but if if you come home from work, men, and your wife says, how was your day, and you had a terrible day, and you said, not bad, thanks, or good, thanks, or just you only give two words, which is quite easy. Um, Sarah will often ask me how my day was, and I often say it was solid. I just have this word, I say it was solid. Um, but then I'm like, oh, hold on, I'm a bloke. I need to expand on it for my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, it was great actually. I had a, did recorded a couple of podcasts with LT. I spoke to Damien, who's in Perth. Uh, you know, I caught up with a few Kairos. I did this, I did that, and I, I really have to remind myself to expand. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh yes, I do. Yes, I so, do. Add so, the emotions into it too. Yeah, you got to tell the story. So um, you have to tell how you feel because then you're holding yourself back, and I still maintain that holding yourself back is still lying. You might say, oh, no, but it's just not its not telling the whole truth. Well, are we, are we splitting hairs? Um, so I think it's really important to recognize those little things. Uh, even last week or last fortnight when we spoke about the slight edge and money, like we spoke about even just a, putting a small percentage of your income away each week. You might go, oh, yeah, but it's only a small percentage. But again, if you multiply that by weeks and months and years, is it really that small? You don't want to rationalize by saying, oh, it's only a little bit. Yeah, it's the action, bit, right? It's the action it's that the matters. Action. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. So if you tell your wife every day or your husband every day that everything was okay, but really deep down it was really giving you the you-know-whats, then multiply that by days and weeks and months and it's not going to be just okay. It's going to be massively not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't want to swear. So you want to make sure that you tell the truth for all of the things rather than feeling like it's okay to not tell the truth on some things well and it goes back to that point about you know um asking you know you mentioned something about work and you know asking yourself if you you know the, the reason i bring this up because last night um i had a, a person come up to me and she said uh, i was at the wellness summit 
um, last year in Melbourne. And um, I said, that's fantastic. It's great. And so she goes, you know, it was because of your talk. Um, I decided to quit my job. I go, whoa. <laughs> 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 anyway, well, like, well, I don't think I told anybody to quit their job. But, um, but you know, she goes, no, because I'm, now I'm, you know, doing something I'm really passionate about. And, you know, she's turned into a health coach and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad it worked out. I'm like, man, you just forget <laughs> the responsibility that uh, I'm not. I actually, I don't, I don't take any responsibility because it's uh, it's not, I, I just inspire. And, and the other thing with I got out of that is that, you know, the telling the truth is that are you, are you enjoying your job? I'm not saying quit your job. I, I'm just going to be bluntly saying it. I'm not saying you quit your job. But if you're not happy, what are some of the strategies and some of the ways that you're actually moving towards to making sure that that changes, right? Because the last thing you want to do is stay in that job for 10, 20, 30 years and then regretting it that you've actually stayed there because you didn't have the guts to try something else or pursue something different. I'm not saying, like for me, it's not about changing your job just like that, drop of the hat. I'm saying is if you're not happy with the way you are, or in a relationship or in your job, then I think it's, it's, it's wise to at least have the thought and plan for alternatives to yep. ensure that that's going to happen in the future. Plan. So yeah, it's, it's about planning it out, right? And I mean, and also too, if you are in a job and that you might not be happy with, or you know, you're in a job and you're just doing the day-to-day things, ask yourself this, are you actually doing the best job you can in that position? Like, honestly, like if you don't, you know, bitching complain about, you know, I didn't get a promotion, I didn't get this, I didn't get a pay raise. No, but ask yourself honestly, sure there's certain boss bosses and employees, employers that don't honor the the um what you're the hard work that you're doing. But I want to ask yourself this question though, are you doing the best job you can? Because if you were the boss, right, would you give yourself a pay raise? If you were the boss and you fired yourself, would you hire yourself back? Yeah. Like I mean, this goes to all my coaching clients. If you were the chiropractor, you're the owner. If you fired yourself, would you hire yourself back? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And it, it, the answer is the truth. And the truth of the matter is that if the answer is no, I wouldn't, that's okay. You didn't really get, literally get fired, but what can you do to improve yourself so that you can take yourself to the next edge? So that's what we're talking about. It's about being truthful to yourself and, you know, stop lying to yourself by being honest with yourself and also the people around you because they deserve the truth and you deserve the truth. And when that happens, you move yourself out of mediocrity state, out of human blueprint to a champion blueprint. And that's what we're talking about today. So love to hear your feedback on this. Go to facebook.com slash inside the champion's mind. Tell us what you think about this particular episode. Tell us what, what lies you have told, whether it be a white lie or a big lie, and what insights you got out of this particular Ooh, podcast. Tell us your lies. Yeah, tell us your lies. Be oh. honest. Let's, let's uh, spill it Ooh. out there. Just uh, you know, keep it PG, though. Um, and <laughs> go to thewellnesscoach.com. We have the Wellness Summit coming up uh, in August 16, 17, back in Melbourne. It's going to be two days. Now, not just one day, two days uh, with all your favorites. Uh, wellness couch uh, guest uh, speakers and podcasts will be there um, well not all of them but majority of them will be there and we'll be uh, hanging out and so I'd love to see you there um, at you know tickets are selling out pretty fast already which is great to see and um, you know love to love to see you in person so make sure you book your flights and tickets and accommodation to get there it's going to be at the crown melbourne um and so make sure the last thing i want you to do is go to itunes subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating and comment uh and uh, that will help us out uh, in terms of our rankings as well and uh, know that uh, there actually are people listening to us as well so this has been inside the champions mind a show dedicating helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do this is lawrence tam and marcus pierce see you on the next episode 
Hi, Lawrence Tamry from the Wellness Guy Show and the Inside the Champion's Mind. The Wellness Summit returns to Melbourne in 2014 for not only one, but two days of powerhouse wellness with your favorite wellness couch host and Australian's wellness elite. Join us at Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16th and Sunday, August 17th for inspirational, educational, fun, exciting, sensational cocktail of wellness that promises to help you take your life to the next level. Regular tickets are $297, but for strictly limited time, we have 150 seats available for just $247. Hurry up, because the first 150 tickets when we went on sale sold out in 48 hours. So be quick. Join us at the two-day live event that will change your life forever. Tickets now are on sale at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.